and welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Wednesday, thirtieth of December, the final, the final podcast of twenty twenty. Some may say, thank goodness. Certainly, talking about the final game of twenty twenty from a United point of view. My name is Ben, joined as always by Andrew. How are you doing today, mate? I'm all right. It's the last one, isn't it? So. <laughs> yes, I know. I should have got you to like bring a toy in or something like that. Yeah. Last <laughs> yeah. day of school from uh, this punishing year that it's been, and certainly a very punishing last six months to be a Blades fan. Um, well, this could be a short one, mate. We're uh, we're going to talk about yet another single goal defeat for the Blades, and I've had many people say just uh, you know Control C, Control V, the uh, the previous podcast for this one. Uh, a 1-0 loss to Burnley, yet another defeat. And uh, as, I, as I said last night, it turns out we could have recorded this podcast in advance of the game, I think, because that was the yeah. most predictable outcome and process of getting there that I think I've ever seen. What do you reckon? I, always, I only saw the second half, so working for the first. And I, I think I said it on Twitter that if, I, if the score wasn't in the corner, I'd have thought that we were winning 1-0 and we were just trying to pass us way. Uh, you know, to victory because I just thought the lack of urgency was just incredible for a team that we're losing. It was pretty desperate stuff. I mean, in terms of, I mean, it's just the most Burnley win possible, really, wasn't it? You know, uh, a, a comment on the view from was uh, you've just been Burnley. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and you know, I would not have been surprised if the camera had kind of caught their defenders like openly laughing during the game. To be honest, because it's yeah. like we'll get a goal from a set piece. It's what Burnley do. We don't care about possession we're just going to happily jog around for the rest of the game while you just pass it about and eventually cross yeah. it into the box for one of our who, massive Who was the defenders. co-commentator? Uh, I can't remember her surname. It was Lucy something. She was spot on anyway, what she was saying. She was yeah. just saying, yeah, they've had all the possession here, but, you know, Burnley are absolutely delighted with this. And I saw a few people after saying... <clears throat> um, oh yeah, but I thought we showed a little bit more and stuff like that. I didn't see it like that at all. I thought Burnley did what they wanted us to do. You know, they wanted us to pass it around outside. That's what Burnley do. They, they don't make any sort of uh, don't get confused that we wrestled that game off them or anything like that. that Burnley did exactly. They, we played right into their hands. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, you know, full full credit to anyone who can kind of take some positives out of those last. Well, the the whole second half, I suppose, but I just found it, as you kind of alluded to, they're just increasingly desperate and frustrating. I mean, look, we were a goal down after about half an hour. Second half, you think, we, you know, we're just going to come out all guns blazing and stuff, but we had four okay. shots in the second half, and two of them were like 25 yards from Egan and Baldock. You know, yeah. we created one proper chance in the second half, which was the, uh, the McGoldrick... Kind of a one-on-one, but very tight angle. I think that period, we looked all right for a bit, that 10 minutes. That's the best positive they can give. I thought, because it were early in the second half, I thought, oh, I think we'll get a couple of chances here. Then we just never did. Yeah. I think we, we looked all right for most of the game. It's just... Yeah, tidy. Very tidy team to watch. <laughs> yeah, certainly tidy. Team yeah. Harry Winks. <laughs> <laughs> but just no... No, but I can't even call it a cutting edge, because that implies you create a chance, and then it's how, you know, how accurate you are at taking them. But we... We just don't, and yeah, I, I, I wanted to say at the start of this, like, let's just try very hard not to say anything we've not said bef- that we have said before. Sorry. Wow. Good luck. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you, if you feel yourself embarking down a tangent you've been on before, just uh, just pump, pump the brakes. Yeah, I mean, if it carries on like this, we're going to have to try like maybe do a podcast where we don't use any words that we've used before. <laughs> just... Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I miss some this... 
Riddles, riddles. <laughs> yeah, my missus suggested just doing it as a mime, but uh, I'm not sure how well that works. Although maybe that'd be better to uh, better to listen to. to well, I'm not doing these podcasts when I share them now, using comedy quotes from my favourite comedies and stuff. So I could do it like that as well, or film quotes maybe. <laughs> you know, like a uh, describe the game in the medium of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to work hard, I think. Um, weirdly, this isn't our. We haven't actually lost that many games, 1-0. It's just obviously the last two. I think it's 1-2, uh, West Brom 3, West Ham 4, Man City 5, and then Villa and Leeds 6 and 7. So, you know, it's not like we lose 1-0 every week. but I kind of no, put... It's only every other week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said this to you, like, I can't quite work out. I mean, we're so bad. We're historically bad at this stage. Mm. You know, the worst team ever in the Premier in in top flight history. Yeah, and yet you look around, and you know West Brom are four 0 down at half time against Leeds. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So the question is: Are we, are we like just playing bad, and then there's some bad luck on top of it, or are we so bad that teams don't even need to try to score more than one goal against I, us? I, I really don't know this. I, I get that every team we've played, I get the feeling can go up another gear. Mm. That's so. That's how I feel. I think we almost were that shot shy that. They become so comfortable, and and you know what? There's that term, obviously, oh, we're dragging them down to their level. It's not necessarily that for us. I do think, though, because with 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 that unthreatening, that other teams do get a bit lazy. And maybe yeah. that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe did... in the second half of the season, we'll just blitz these teams into oblivion. Yeah, well, the the flip side is these teams are just like you know, it's uh, it's it's a busy period of fixtures, obviously, at this time of yeah, year. Yeah, exactly that. Like yeah. we can just yeah. take this game off, essentially. We'll get that goal, and then you know we'll just save our legs a little bit. I mean, well, teams just start playing the reserves against us, like Everton and stuff like that. Burnley <laughs> had a few injuries and stuff yesterday. I think that we'll see that for the rest of the season. People will use us as the game to rest players, and I think in those games they'll use us to sort of rest between the matches as best they can in the middle of the match between uh, the best they can. Yeah, uh, second game running, we've had more shots than the opposition, which is. Again, very odd, but obviously uh, not odd. Sorry, unusual for the rest of the season. Like I said, I'm not. But Burnley do what Burnley do. That's yeah. but like I say, these people who are, who are praising that performance, I just I don't know if they've ever seen Burnley before personally because I just think that Burnley. That I've seen Burnley a million games win that that, that game one nil. Yeah, and uh, and unlike Everton, Burnley are not a particularly good side. Uh, with they're really know. poor, and this is why the Dash. You, I, We've praised Wilder so much on here, but my God, what a, what a job Dyche has done realistically. I mean, that, those players are not good players, other than Burnley players. You, you look, I looked at the team sheet, I didn't think, oh, you know like you do when you what play Everton or whatever, yeah. Man City or whatever. But, you know, they're, they're far better than us. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I mean, league table, I think any other year, you know, you'd probably look at Burnley and be like, yeah, they are they are pretty bad. That was their, their yeah. ninth goal in, in 15 games, I think, or 14 games if they played one less. They've not... As I said on the last one, they've only conceded about seven goals less than us, eight goals less than us or something like yeah. that. So they're not even a, a good defensive team that just nick a goal and, and stay ahead. They are one of the... I think know. last season they might go down because obviously Norwich were adrift, but Bournemouth and Watford were still in it to the last day. Yeah. They might go down, but this season, because us and West Brom are just abysmal, yeah. I just can't see it. How have West Brom got eight points? How have West Brom gone and drawn at Anfield and Man City <laughs> and then they lose 5-0? No idea, honestly. It it's insanity, isn't it? I mean, we lost to West Brom somehow. I think West Brom are having the look that we... I, I, I think there's an argument to say that we possibly deserve to be in West Brom's position, maybe, in that terms of points. Yeah. I think they've had a bit of luck that we've not had. Either way, though, both are terrible teams. Yeah, I feel like, um, having watched 15 games, I feel like we are the worst team in the league. 
but we're probably not the worst Premier League team ever or the worst top flight team ever. It's no, just... I, agree, I agree with that, yeah. I mean, but... it's getting to the point where you can't argue against that, but yeah. No, no, I, no, I... for sure. Yeah, at the end of the season, uh, that will be the case. I just feel like we, yeah, we probably could and should have nicked a few more points along the way, yeah. as West Brom have done, I suppose. Um, yeah, what to say about this game? I mean... Uh, Moose with a surprise start. That was nice to see. Oh, we should say actually, you know, breaking news before the game that uh, oh, yeah. a number of United staff um, tested positive for COVID. Um, it's obviously uh, no details given as to who that is, although I guess conspicuous by their absence from the team. And we only named seven out of nine subs were uh, were Sharp, McBurney, and um, and Jagielka particularly. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, you know, everyone who has tested positive there is uh, is doing well and makes a, a full and swift recovery. But yeah, you mm. see that news come out and you just sort of think, oh god, like this, you know, not to do the, not to park the very serious like healthcare side of it, yeah. but it's just like, what is it? Like, how can what like, what happens next? Like everything, yeah. everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Um, but yeah, it didn't. I suppose it didn't actually, from a footballing point of view, it didn't really affect our team. No, when I much. saw the team, I thought, well, we can't. I thought this is a really good excuse this to lose this one. <laughs> Egan's going to be out, you know, McGoldrick's going to be out, with all our better players are going to be out and stuff. But uh, no, it turned out to people who probably wouldn't have played anyway. Maybe a bit burner. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, surprise start from Musi. I think he lasted about sixty-five minutes. Uh, like pretty much all our players, he was completely ineffective. I, I think the only. Uh, I would say maybe only three players come out with particular credit from this one, and that is um, McGoldrick, who uh, did give it away a lot, but also was our one sort of bright attacking light, if you like. Yeah, he just got on the ball a lot and was able to actually make some things happen or look like he might make some things happen. And um, I think Ender Stevens' best game of the season as well, which admittedly is a fairly low bar, but... Much more confident on the ball. Um, I thought Egan and Basham were all right from what I saw as well. I think those, I think Egan, Basham, and McGoldrick at this particular, and Baldock as well, are the ones really keeping us from being. Well, we are being embarrassed, but you know, from being maybe even more embarrassed than yeah. getting out three or four nil every week. They're trying. They are really they're, those, trying. Those four I said earlier, they're the only ones who can come out this season and say, "Yeah, I went at my best, but I did enough to play in a side that." deserve to be better than bottom of the league yeah but um yeah if i was picking out players that i thought like could have made a difference to the scoreline mcgoldrick stevens and the third one is ramsdale who mm. did make a difference to the scoreline because we probably should have been three nil down at half time uh, we mm. certainly should have been a goal down after 58 seconds which is just and, it, and again just so burnley i mean a straight ball into the box i think it's uh it, it's one of wood or barnes heads it to the other um, and Ramsdale, as, as we talked about before, is very good at making himself big in a one-on-one. Blocks the uh, blocks the chance, but yeah, we should have been a goal down from a you know a really simple move inside a minute. And someone it... messaged me actually, because <clears throat> I were at work, and someone literally were like one minute past six. <laughs> someone said, "Great save, Ramsdale!" Like, what? Have we even kicked off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about the warm up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bulbo just has a pot shot while the players are coming out, um, and then. In in just the most classic Ramsdale so far this season moment possible, yeah. Cross comes in from the left. Uh, Jackie Longthrow completely misjudges his header, and uh, Wood powers a header at goal from about six yards. Fantastic save by Ramsdale! Like you know, just a, a should have been a goal header. Like and he yeah. sticks out his hand, pushes it over the bar, and I'm thinking that is your your best moment of the season so far by an absolute mile. 
you've yeah. kept us in this game in these first uh, 20, 30 minutes or so. Corner comes in, totally weak defending by Ampadu and everyone else who's near Ben Mee gets headed into net. Just just classic Ramsdale, uh, you know. Again, I, I got this text off you, this one. Uh, you said, brilliant save from Ramsdale, like, absolutely fantastic. And I thought, that's good. Put my phone down, get back to work. You again. And of course, they score off the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I used a few adjectives there that you've uh, very generously <laughs> yeah. omitted. Um, I just... I, Part of me couldn't believe it, and then also it's like, well, that's just what happens. Like every time Ramsdale makes a save now, I'm, I'm, I assume one of two things, and that's either they will score from the resulting corner, or the flag's about to go up. just again, he made one in the second half, didn't he? Which were going wide. Oh yeah, he, he does enjoy saving shots that are going wide. I think, but yeah, <laughs> you know, he is another one. What, what more? He couldn't have done much more, and he didn't have much to do in the second half because Burnley just were like, no. yeah, this is fine. We don't need to worry about this. Um, yeah, really poor from Ampadu. One of his poorest performances of the season, I think. And, you know, he, 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 I'm, I'm not seeing it so far uh, as to what he brings to the team. I get that we're missing a lot of midfielders and, you know, we're trying this kind of midfield two, which we've never played before. And obviously he's playing in a historically bad team. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're getting to the stage where it's like, is there any point playing him? Like, if we have other players instead, you know, who are actually going to be here next season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it worth using his minutes now? I mean, we're not we're not winning or getting any points whatsoever. So, I mean, I saw some absolute outrage about his performance, like before I'd actually seen the game myself, and then he was just completely ineffective from what I saw. Yeah, he's he's okay, but I almost don't see the point of playing him if we've got other players. But right now, we don't because they're, they're on about the January transfer window, aren't they? And uh, you know, what well, I, I don't see the point. Of what signing? Players. Of bringing people in. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, of like sort of bring. I don't see the point at all of people are saying, "Oh, in January, get a couple of midfielders." And obviously, we don't want this record. But is it worth sort of spending the, the money that we could possibly spend next season on a couple of loans that might get us twelve points? Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Ultimately, I, just, I, I keep seeing it on on groups and forums and saying, "Oh, January could go for him. Could go for him on loan. Could go for him on." And I know you can't sort of just give up and stuff, and Wilder can't just say, well, what's the point? Because he can't go into the board meeting and say, well, we're down. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. what's the point? I understand it's difficult, but, you know, logically, surely the best thing for Wilder to say is keep your money in your pocket, we'll have a look at it next season, unless there's some bargains out there on a loan to buy, or people yeah. we want to have a look at from abroad, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> people's contracts are expiring or something like that, if you want to bring them in six months early. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um... We had one chance of note in the first half, which was from a corner ourselves. In fact, it was immediately before Burnley took the lead. Um, yeah. Brewster headed it down. It's headed <clears> up <throat> and off the line. Uh, some appeals for handball, but it very clearly hits him on the on the top of the shoulder. And, I've only uh, seen this back once, to be fair. But yeah, you you you've, uh, you seem pretty sure they weren't a penalty. Absolutely not a penalty. I mean, they, they've extended that whole sort of t-shirt line thing this season, haven't they? So the the upper yeah, arm yeah. is a. Uh, there's a bigger safe zone, if you like, in your upper arm where you, you can make contact with the ball. But this is like, it's right. it practically hits him on the side of the neck. You know, it's like right yeah. on the... I, I was really surprised when I was appealing. So I was like, I'm pretty sure it's hit him in the face. And then you see the replay and it, <laughs> he sort of moves. I think the thing that, um, I guess, fooled people in real time is he does kind of just twitch his shoulder a bit, like he moves his arm towards the ball, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's very clearly off the point of the shoulder. So that gets headed off the line or, or shouldered off the line, if you will. And that was basically it. I mean, Brewster had like one on the turn from 25 yards, which uh, Pope makes an easy save from. Uh, Burke comes on in the second half, doesn't really get a sniff at all. And yeah, that only 
the only chance of note was that little through ball from I think it was from Stevens, um, and it goes to McGoldrick. Who, yeah, yeah, forces a, a good save Weird from save Pope. That. <laughs> How so? It just sort of like she goes, "What a save or whatever," and I'm like, it just sort of hits him like on the elbow or whatever, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, makes himself big. The last twenty thirty minutes, yeah, just to return to what you said, it really doesn't reflect well on Wilder. I don't think. Um, not only from a tactical point of view, but just motivation, I think, or like, you know, an idea of what we're doing. We, I mean, yeah. it was we just, nothing. we did nothing. have nothing. Um, and yeah, the game just trickled away. I mean, my brother just, <laughs> at the end of the game, it was like those last two minutes of injury time and then like five crying with laughter emojis because it's just like, what are we doing? This is like the worst yeah. It's just like anti-game management, you know. Every they time they were a bit weird, like they were sort of. I mean, to be honest, I was only really half watching by injury time because I'd just sort of given up, and 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 they were passing around so slowly at the. And I know you don't want to hoof it into Burnley's box because he's Burnley and they're going to. But it's better than you know. What I mean, just doing what we were doing. It was so slow. Yeah, and uh, Barnes, you know, every time every time we went near him, it was a free kick, which he knows what he's doing. He's very yeah. savvy at that kind of thing. And I think yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played into his hands very well. I don't think we got any favours from the referee at all in this yeah, game. Yeah, you, but... you were complaining at the ref at the first half. I didn't really see that much difference in the second, but... I mean, we need all the help we can get. It, we didn't lose that game because the referee was bad and we're not bottom of the league because of referees. Yeah. But yeah, it was there was a lot of times that I was just like, how have you given that decision but not given one in our favour, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's desperate stuff, mate. Um I, I honestly I'm not sure I have that much to say about it other than that I mean it was mm. just a really simple win for Burnley uh, we we called a 1-0 win beforehand yeah we were right once again yeah anyone who uh, followed our advice and uh, put some put some money on that good I mean job. it gets to the point where do you know what you sort of think you say oh well we're going to lose 1-0 ha 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I know it's, it's, it's it is happening. like a joke <laughs> We are the only team that aren't having surprise results. We said this after like three games. Do you remember? Yeah. When uh, when Villa won seven two, did they actually beat Liverpool seven two? They did beat Liverpool seven two. Yeah. Seven two. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. That seems ridiculous. Even more ridiculous now. This is why the season needs to be null and void. Just just for that result. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, every other team has these like crazy results every couple of weeks. You know, mm. look at West Brom since. Uh, well, basically, since Billich's last game, they draw at Man City, they get hammered at home by Villa. Yeah. Draw at Anfield, get hammered at home by Leeds. And we're just like, no, it's all right, we'll just turn up and have we'll a just, couple Yeah, we'll keep a bit of sanity to this. Uh, mind you, I say it's sanity. It's not because we've got the worst start ever. <clears throat> the worst start ever in any league now, by the way. Is it? Yeah, wow. ever. <laughs> History, boys. This season yeah. needs a big asterisk next to it, whatever. And Oliver really. Burke has now gone the most games as a Premier League player without a win. Yeah. That's... Gareth Bale's record. Well, if we can follow in Bale's footsteps, then we're uh, we're. But you said something. Yeah, I think that's our twenty-first game in all competitions uh, without winning. I think that's right. Mm. So that's what I read anyway. Um, it doesn't seem right anyway. And you said, but at this point, it's the difference between a million and a billion. It don't really matter anymore, does it? Yeah, it's, it's like an abstract number now. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I've almost stopped. Thinking. I can't remember what somebody retweeted a picture of the Premier League table the other day, and I was like. Uh, that's what that looks like, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't matter to me because we're on two points. Like it doesn't matter how many points other teams have got. You're not staying up on two points. It's even. I mean, it got to the point. I mean, like, even up to a couple of weeks ago, I think people were saying, "Oh, yes, Brighton have lost." You know, but I think nobody's looking at anything anymore, are they? Nobody's like saying, "Oh, that's great news." West Brom lost the Leeds. It's just because we're just that far gone. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think we need to win every other game now, I think. Yeah, well, a couple of weeks ago, we needed to get up to about one and a half points a game, I think, if we were going to yeah. get to 37 points. Because, yeah, we need to replicate last season's form for the remainder of this, this season. This we could turn this into the math show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> math pod. <laughs> math pod. Oh, my, my brain does uh, does not operate that well when it comes to numbers, unless it's, uh, unless it's 1-0, it turns out. Um, I mean, it's it's... Just bizarre. We haven't fluked to it. Do you do you think a league like pick any League One team, a mid table League One team? Do you think, given sixteen attempts, they would have fluked a a win at this point? Maybe not a League One team. I do think that every single Championship team would have won, but would have more points than us. I really do, really, really do believe that, which is a terrible reflection. Mm. But I also think every Championship team, including Norwich, who are top of the league, I think they're top of the league. Would have got hammered four or five million games as well. Yeah, I know that's the thing, isn't it? That's it's the just, thing. just so weird. I I can't get my head around it. I don't know what the explanation is. My I'm I'm inclined to lean towards teams just know they don't have to give a crap once they get ahead because mm. we're not coming back. Like we're not. But I we're don't think it happens anything. that often. I think there's something to. I mean, if you think about West Ham went one 0 up and we had one shot against them after we hit the bar. Leicester, we did nothing. We scored off a corner. We did absolutely nothing. They won two one. Everton, we didn't have a shot. Burnley, we didn't have a. Sh- we had one shot after they went one 0 Teams are going to know. I mean, managers aren't daft. They're going to say, "Look, these guys don't create much. Just get into a decent shape, and they'll not do anything." Yeah. Oh, I don't depressing need, times. You don't need two goals against us. <laughs> no, <laughs> unless we've scored the first one, which I think we've. How many times we've we done that this season? We did it against Three, Liverpool. And Chelsea, and I think that's it. Man United, of course. Yeah. Oh, Man United. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I thought they were another one. All the best teams. <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally, the very handful of times that teams have scored more than once against us is when we've scored first or equalised. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Does that not tell a story though? That, it does. Oh, and then I'm, I'm looking we, at our two. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at our two points. So just just to build on that, the idea that teams only need to try when we actually get level or go ahead. Fulham, we equalised. They should have won. They had a couple of chances at the end. Yeah. After after we equalised, I mean. Brighton, yeah. equalised in the 87th minute. Miss an absolute sitter that would have been 2-1. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It yeah. really is. I think it just gets to the point. I really, really think managers are saying, get one goal against these, and, and as long as you don't do anything stupid, you're going to win the game. And I think that must stick in players' heads. And they, they don't attack us because they... Why would you? You won the law. You know, just put a few people behind the ball. We're not going to do anything. No. Uh, oh, yeah. What a depressing time to be uh, to be. A blade, I've never mate. known anything like it. It's got, like I say, it's got to the point where it's sort of it, it is a joke, but it's beyond a joke, and it's beyond beyond a joke. <laughs> like, yeah. it's sort of Because of the results and everything. Like I did a thing for Shore and View where it's a true story as well. When mum, when mum messaged me on, uh, mum talked to me on. They have to Boxing Day whenever when did we play Everton? I've lost track of game. Anyway, it was Boxing she goes, Day. How did United go on? I goes lost one 0 She goes like Paul. She goes what again? I goes yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they lost one nil again. Oh, didn't they lose one nil last? Yeah, yes, they did lose one nil last week. <laughs> I, I feel like I should be angry, um, you know, because I, I've I've wasted so much time this season watching this team. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I know that I know that support is uh, is a two way street, if you like, and you know yeah. it's about sticking with them in the bad times and stuff. But it's just been crap. This is the thing, and because game. you can't go as well, I think. When the first lockdown happened, there were no games and stuff like that because we're technically in a proper lockdown now or whatever. Not many people going out or we're going to be. 
I, I cranked up champ manager, you know, forgot about real football for a bit, but, but mm. he's always there, if you know what I mean. Although I'm not going to the games, I, I'm not getting the, the good side of going to the pub and seeing my mates and having a laugh and chanting and all this sort of stuff. So all I'm, I've just got this horrible thing hanging over me every week. Like, oh, we got oh, Palace on Saturday. They're on about this two-week curfew breaker in football, whatever they're calling it, like mm. a break uh, while the COVID numbers are so high uh, in the Premier League. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can extend that indefinitely for as long as <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. I mean, it... Well, we said, like, why don't we just turn... We could just turn up every week and just say, look, we're going to forfeit this. Do you want the 1-0? Right, there we go. <laughs> I, I, like yesterday, the first time... I've started genuinely thinking, I don't know if we're going to win a game. Yeah, I've been feeling that way for a few weeks, to be Have honest. Have you really? That's well, the, I've always thought, well, we'll get a couple, you know, we'll, something will happen. And But Burnley were terrible yesterday, I felt, by their yeah. standards and what I saw. And we, we couldn't even create anything against him. We, West Brom were an appalling Premier League team, and we, we come, all right, we're unlucky, we couldn't beat them. Mm. Who's left? You know, we've drawn with Brighton. All right, we had 10 men and stuff, but they were the better team for the first half before we went down to 10 men. You look, I'm looking around and thinking, you know, Fulham deserve to beat us. Who's left? <laughs> yeah, well, I think if we don't beat Palace or Newcastle in the next couple of games, then it's it's going to be an ask. I mean, I just I feel like we, you know, we should have fluked one by now, just in mm. almost the law of averages, you know. You sometimes yeah, just fo- a deflection from yeah, you know, first football, shot, yeah. a Newcastle. Football has, yeah, football has some stupid levels of variance to it. I mean, yeah. Leeds scored five times on, uh, I think it was 0.8 XG yesterday, like, you know, yeah. you would think that something like that would have happen to us where we you just put, take two shots and both go in. You put Oldham against Man United 38 times. One of those 38, they'll get a draw, you'd have thought. Yeah, I think or so. Or a win, maybe. Yeah, just because one day Man United will miss all their chances and, yeah. you know, kick one in their own net or concede from a corner or something like that. But, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'd love to know what the bookmakers would set the odds on for um, no wins whatsoever. I was looking for this yesterday, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I couldn't find anything. So, just out of, I mean, that's more out of curiosity, really, rather mm. than something I'd actually bet on. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's obviously less than fifty-fifty, I'd say. But um, yeah, it's going to be yeah, significantly less. Thought, than I mean, that, yeah, obviously. because you, like you say, the law of average is thirty-eight games, and if you count in the three at the end of last season as well, mm. you're talking forty-one Premier League games without a win, which is. I mean, it'd be unprecedented if we went to full season without win, but, oh, my, it's awful, isn't it? I what? remember laughing at that Derby team. Not at the time, he's like, I have to go, oh, my God, they only won one game. Imagine that. Imagine what that's like, winning one game in a season. Like, well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about egg on our collective faces, the way this is yeah, going. Yeah, I don't mean like I'm laughing at them in the sense that I look at Derby. I was just like, God, what must that have been like all that season? And now I'm living it. I'm living the nightmare. <laughs> yeah, except we can't even go to these games. Um, we can't even go. Yeah, we can't even see brilliant players destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I mean, I bet there's, I bet there's uh, fans of all teams do this every season. You know, they lose their first four games or something, or they don't win for four games, and they, I bet they have the conversation. Oh, we might not win a game all season. Mm. I th- in fact, I think my dad probably said that before we even kicked off last season. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. It could actually happen now. I mean, we 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 through almost half the almost literally half the season and we've played well, every team over the two. I think, haven't we? Yeah, and um, <laughs> the only team we've come close to beating is Brighton, and they should have beaten us at the end. Mm. Yeah, it's, so. it's mad. I mean, it's getting to the point where I'm not like sort of angry or it's, I think it's sad because of the, it's this group. If this if it wasn't Wilder's manager and it wasn't Stevens and Norwood and all these people playing who, who have given us so many memories, I'd probably be angrier. 
if you know what I mean. I'd probably say, how, how, how dare they disgrace this club? Something that's going to go down on our record forever, you know, and always be remembered. Yeah. But I'm... to me, it's almost, it's just a bit sad. And it's a bit, it's all, not funny in a, you know, not in a, like, I'm not waking up at night chuckling to myself or anything <laughs> like that. But you've got to laugh. It's almost like everything. If, if I said at the beginning of this, at the start of this podcast, at the beginning of the season, I think we're going to lose every game. Yeah, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> you know You're I mean? not far wrong. The uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the stats this season. The um, uh, I think it's a Wednesday fan actually. Of course, was uh, pulling yeah. this together. I don't blame him for taking the Mickey. I mean, as bad as they are, you know. It's... Well, he, he's a he's a, a stat head guy. I think he, he he's part of their. I think it's Al's about stat or something like that. Their podcast, right. but I think it was since the start of 2012. Um, it basically looked at how many teams had lost by a single goal. Or like how many, what percentage of games teams lost by a single goal. And we are right. so far ahead. I think like the second place team has like lost like 40% of their games by a single goal. We're like 78% at this Jeez. stage. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's It really is just impossible to get my head around. But yeah. I did you listen to Wilder's interview? I actually haven't had time yet. Um, he he sounds a bit of a broken man, I've got to admit. It's the first time I've heard him this season sort of seem down. I don't think he's got any answers. I don't mean I don't mean I want him out or anything, but I don't. I think he knows. Yeah, he, I... we're stuck with this sort of. It, it, there's nothing he can do, and I think I think he feels a bit like down by his senior players as well. To be honest, mm, I was just about to say actually before he brought that up, I would quite like him to come out in the next couple of weeks and say like, look. <laughs> We know we're relegated. Like the yeah. rest of the season is just about building for next year, and you know we're going to try a few different things. We're you know trying to give minutes to less experienced players, and yeah, we're going to stick get... with say Brewster even if it's not happening because he's going to be an extra year. I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I'd appreciate that. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, it's difficult because does that say to the players? Well, I'll just down tools. You know what I mean? Because mm. the, it's basically said, it's, it's, I know it's difficult, and I know you can't just come out and say that's all done." I think he, I mean Andy Giddings asked him a question or something like do you uh, do you think it do you think you know the the people have got you here have peaked and he sort of mumbled a little bit and I thought yeah that's a yes <laughs> yeah uh, uh, I'd love to try and offload as many people as we can in January rather than buy people bring people in to be completely honest and I know that sounds defeatist but we we have, I mean the the one one the only silver slight silver lining is that we now know that we are down before any other club we can plan now mm. completely on next season and if we're looking at say Sander Berger this guy's on too much money for us for the championship right put some feelers out let's get rid you know what I mean yeah yeah that's uh, that that may well prove a silver lining in the long term I suppose the other silver lining is uh, probably by the end of this season I'll have paid for next year's uh season mm. ticket or my yeah, next season win. ticket I've won like nearly 30 pounds this this week <laughs> just it's just too predictable. I'm getting more money from my uh, betting thing than I am on my website because no one's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a very fitting game to end 2020, I think. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I was considering doing a, like, uh, our, our favourite moments from this year, but realised it was far too depressing. Not only yeah. because there actually have been some good moments this yeah. year, I was about to. I was going to message you, funnily enough, and say, "Do you want to do a best of 2020?" But like you say, even the good moments, you think, "You know, I remember that." <laughs> yeah, I know. I just. I think I sent it to you, didn't I? The um, United did a like. Oh, last time we played Burnley at home, it's it was. Too and, like, yeah. just, just stop doing this. Like, or it was two years ago. 
can't remember what it was. There was oh the black when we beat Blackburn in the championship where um yeah both teams down to ten men. I'm like, can you can you just not tweet anything for the rest of the season? Like apart from team news and yeah, just or send us some games from the Atkins era so we can talk. Yes, about that. yes, <laughs> you have nailed it. A full. <laughs> Full ninety minutes of every one of David Weir's games. <laughs> the one nil away defeat to, uh, in fact, the two one home defeat to uh, to Plymouth uh, to uh, Fleetwood under Clough. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. They Full ninety be... minutes of that, please. They should do that. I want that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want watch to... it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, we're not. I <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, worse. that Nigel Clough Cup team beats this team. I can tell you that just at this particular yeah. moment in time. If if it was a cup game. Yep, I would. Uh, I, I would. Definitely pick the Clough side of that for sure because they um, they keep a clean sheet and then yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and you know they had some players that could dribble which we don't. That is <laughs> the, the, the heart the, the worst thing that midfield yesterday. Osborne, I like Osborne a lot. I, I've I think of all Wilder's rightly got criticised for his signings. I think um, did, none of them's really come off. On what I said in the last two years is that am I being harsh? From the start of last season, I would say Musa is a good signing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, for the money we've paid, yeah, I think you've probably got your best out of Moose. I know, right, it's only six goals, but you were you were so pivotal for us last season in that spell. The rest are question marks at best, I think. So, I think Ben Osborne at three million or whatever it was is 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 a tick just because he yeah as a as a backup player. I know he, he was poor yesterday, and he and he's, he's I won't want him in the team every single week or anything like that, but. For what he were brought in to do, which were to be basically a utility backup player, I think that that's probably the only tick against you know in the last two seasons him and Musa maybe. Um, but yesterday watching him in amplitude midfield trying to break down Burnley is just yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot going on, is there? Um, I hope Musa can play more because even though he wasn't very effective at all yesterday, he's still one of our very few players who can you know shift the ball quickly from feet yeah, to feet yeah. and. Did you say he had two touches after half an hour yesterday? Is that right? That is correct, yes. Which tells you everything about the way that game was going. And And Bruce uh, Liverpool yesterday, I thought Bruce did some mm -hmm. really awful things yesterday. You've got to stick with him. We've paid that much money. Liverpool aren't going to be buying him back any time soon. So (laughs) we don't need to worry about that. Um, I think stick stick with him. You know what I mean? Just look at the team for next year. If if Billy Sharp's not going to be here, get rid. You're not get rid in terms of relegate him to the to the to the under twenty threes, but just don't play him if you don't think he's gonna be there. If he's gonna be part of the squad, put him in. If you're looking to get rid of Norwood and Fleck, don't play him. I think you just I know we don't want that record, but I think even if I, I think if we don't get the record of twelve points it's gonna be by luck rather than judgment. So why yeah. not try and, you know, play players who are gonna be here. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I, I'm not. I can't say I'm going to feel massively better if we finish with 15 points than 10. To be honest, I know. It, I know it would. Uh, no, no, no. I know it wouldn't break the record, but I mean, I'd, I'd still feel like a joke team for the entire season. The only <laughs> I, I did say this to you as well, and I'd love somebody to correct me. But has, has Sheffield football ever been a bigger joke than it is right now? No, I don't. I mean, Wednesday won yesterday. They're on the march. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, Wednesday, the news with Pulis and stuff. And, I, uh, yeah, I've heard some stuff about what's going back, back, you know, behind the scenes in terms of Wednesday and stuff. Uh, and, yeah, they're, they are a bigger joke than us in the sense of... The, I think the future of Sheffield Wednesday looks awful. Mm. I think the present of Sheffield United is worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Um but yes, let us uh, let us not forget those sweet, sweet parachute payments. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, and unlike many other teams that have 
have sort of tried this. We, you know, assuming we don't go ballistic in January, we are going to be in a fairly decent financial. Can you imagine position. if we go mad in January, start bringing in like you know, like Jesse Lingard, twenty-five million. <laughs> God's sake! No, I hope we don't do that. Gally um, <laughs> Alley, thirty million. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, when we go down. The wage bill will still probably only be like an upper championship wage bill. Yeah. Like, you know, prob- prob- have you not heard Jags is on fifty grand a year? Have you not heard this? <laughs> 50, in fifty grand a year, I can believe. Sorry, fifty grand. <laughs> sorry, yeah, fifty grand a week. Sorry, yeah, fifty grand with, a year is about right. Actually, <laughs> with uh, fifty grand a year, and he he has to play against Manu every time. That's his uh, that's his contract. Damn good yeah, deal. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. And this is this is what I mean. Where if we have got people on the wage bill, we we know that we're not, we're not going to be able to afford, or we don't want to afford in the championship. This is the time you start putting the feelers out and saying, "You interested in this lad we've got here?" You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, uh, having a great season. Yeah, it's been brilliant. <laughs> I mean, they, maybe Sanderberg's not actually injured. They just don't want him to be part of this thing, so they can get his best resale value. <laughs> Controversial. Conspiracy. Do you think fired. a team could do that? Um, I I imagine some certain teams would do that. I'm not sure if we're one of them. Yeah, I'm just wondering if it's. Uh, I can imagine Newcastle doing it. <laughs> if it's allowed, like if it came out that uh, you know, and if he, you know, say he signs for someone in two days, January first, mm. or whenever the window actually opens, and uh, you know, clean clean bill of health on the medical, all that kind of thing, like hamstring injury. What hamstring injury? Yeah, nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I wonder if we'd be in trouble for that for some reason. Just thinking. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, really, so you could just drop him, couldn't you? I mean, when's he drops? That's true. Westwood and the other dude who are on loads of money because they didn't want to pay his bonuses. We could just do something like that, I suppose. I don't think Wilder would lie about that, but yeah. Yeah, probably not. Well, almost certainly not. Sorry, I don't even know why I embarked down that tangent, to be honest, but it's not <laughs> like there's much else to talk that, about. Let's get yeah. into conspiracy theories. That's the new football conspiracy. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in NFL, they have like a like an official injury report where teams are required to properly tell you who's injured and um and for how long for... well talking of injuries like with the covid thing i don't know how this works but i don't understand how only three of our players have got covid and the rest of them haven't yeah maybe um so we might be getting some more announcements i don't know how many players you need to to have a game cancelled obviously man city game got cancelled I, I do think they'll i'm not even sure if this saturday's game will go ahead to be honest don't know. We'll see. I suppose. I don't. Uh, but I hope I it does. I've got a bet on Palace. <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> it is awful. But um, yeah, I'll keep doing it till I get burned. I think. Yeah, we've got Palace on uh, on Saturday, as you said, the second of January. Exciting times. Three o'clock <laughs> kickoff. Yeah, it's, I, I, I was just sort of waiting for that to get moved. I mean, when the hell did we last play a Saturday three p.m.? Is that our first one of the season? Wow, that's an amazing question. Now, well, yeah. I'm almost certain it is looking down our fixtures. Yeah, I think it must be. Yeah, that, yeah, I think you're right. Wow. Yeah, and then God knows what we did last season as well. Um, I'm glad, though, to... get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Yeah, play Friday. Play tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just play yesterday. Yeah. Just get, burn the game yeah. counts double. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it takes us into a new year, so... Symbolically drawing a line under the, this uh, this horrible one, but um, <clears throat> I think yeah. uh, much as uh, is the case with the the wider world, I suppose I think this is going to be a case of uh, getting through until warmer weather comes yeah. round the corner. And uh, it's going to be a poor next three months in terms of football and life. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> and, much. Uh, and then it's all about the summer, hopefully. 
Yes. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll leave it there, mate. I don't think there's too much else to say about Burnley. Just uh, yeah, take take care of yourselves, everybody. I'm sorry it's uh, such a, a terrible time to to watch football at the moment, but I hope uh, I hope other things in your life are bringing you joy to fill the void that um, that was usually filled by Sheffield United. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There's my my wise words to finish off for this year. Not how I expected yeah, this year to end. Yeah, to everybody. Thanks, thanks for listening though as well. I mean, listening to yeah. us ramble off. I suppose it's you know, if your year couldn't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do you want to plug, mate? Before we finish, I've done the view from Burnley, which is exciting. Um, to be honest, we'll get to the point I mentioned last week about a dog being put down. That's what the fans are like now. That's how bad it is. They're like, oh, I feel a bit sorry for him, actually. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can get that at Panchero or uh, on Twitter or uh, RoyViewFrom.com. Nice one. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Sorry, I was hoping to have a bit more of a kind of uh, a rousing end to this year. Um, I'd like to I... listen back to the, last, the end of last year's pod. I don't know what, what one that would have been. Uh, as in the final game? Yeah, but that would be Man City away. Mm, you've lost me, sorry. As in what, uh, our so last... The, 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 the last pod of last oh, year. Oh, of 2019. That's the one, yeah. Mm, Watford was boxing day. Yeah, Man City was uh, was 29th of December, the 2-0 defeat to Man City, which I think Chris Kavanagh was a referee for. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Ref- uh, referee uh, both Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, obviously did the old back heel, uh, the, uh, through the legs thing, didn't they? Yeah, uh, the tackle, yeah. And then and then we lost to Liverpool on uh, January 2nd and everyone was panicking because it was the first time we'd lost two games in a row. Wow. Oh, my God. Man. Well, I, basically what I bring it up for is I'd love to see the, the enthusiasm of our voices in that one compared to this. I do a yeah. side-by-side sort of... Like, yeah, all right, we've lost, but, you know, how good are we? Yeah, and they're like, well, we lost the game one now. <laughs> yeah, well, we all, I'm looking at our losses last We lost way more games by more than one goal last season than, uh, mm. do you know what we actually have done over the full, well, I guess it's over the full season, it might be different, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we lost seven games last season by multiple goals. Maybe we should go back to that, boot in his own net. And then the next game, we might get. Yeah, we've only lost three so far this season, so we're actually on pace to <laughs> to surpass yeah. last season in that regard. So there's a there's a silver lining for you. At least we don't get hammered every week. Yeah. But uh, Palace, I mean, if Palace were either going to win one nil or lose six nil, I think just the, the the stupid way that they play. They might be losing six nil towards me. I can tell you. <laughs> that would be impressive. You never know. Hope, I, think, uh, I think it's one nil. I think. I mean, again, it's ridiculous. But if there's ever a one nil team, it's Burnley and Palace. They're the they're the one nilers, aren't they? I'm putting it out there. It's a two one defeat. There you go. So that's, we're going to get a goal. Who's going to score? McGoldrick. Mm, wow. There you go. I've, I've read the tea leaves. You even said, didn't you, that we were going to concede in the 35th minute last night, and you were three minutes out. Three minutes out. I'll tell you what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go. I'm going to say two nil. And I'm going to go for a first half goal and then one right at the end where we're sort of pushing forward a little bit and the hard breaks. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to go of... for 15 minutes and 86. <laughs> Mark that's, it down. That's my prediction this week. How do you? Let me finish you with this one. How uh, how do you rate our chances against Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup? Um, 
I think we'll win 2-1. <laughs> so you do, you, you're not like a lot of these people who are just like, oh, that's going to be an embarrassing defeat. <clears throat> no, I th- Bristol Rovers aren't very good uh, as a League One team. I imagine we'll play our best teams. I don't think we'll have anyone else. to. I don't yeah. know if the, the game will go ahead, to be honest, because I think there will be a break and I think it'll coincide with the FA Cup. So that might get moved to a, a midweek game. But I mean, what's the point of not playing your best team? You know, we're, we're already down. We may as well have a crack in the cup, aren't we? Yeah, um, I think we'll... <clears throat> So I think we'll play our best team. Or I think people like Bogle might get a game and stuff. And I think we'll probably just do, just about do enough. Because Bristol Rovers aren't doing... I think if it were a decent League One team, if it were Lincoln or something, we'd probably lose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, they'll just check the 14th in League One at the moment. Uh, I can't say I would be particularly embarrassed at losing to Bristol Rovers in the in the context of this season, to be honest. No, I mean, I mean, oh, the to... least of our worries, losing to Bristol Rovers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But who knows, you aren't going to win. And obviously, I've seen a couple of people, I think Jay tweeted it, actually, um, about... Uh, the, the cup run under cloth, we were awful, and then we got a couple of wins in the cup, and it all went from there. But I, mean, I don't expect that to happen, but you know, it'd be nice to just have a win. It would. It'd be lovely, because <laughs> obviously we've played one cup game this season and uh, and lost that on penalties as well. So, yeah, I, I just I can't remember what it feels like. It's it's that long ago. It's it's almost half a year now, or over half a year, in fact. So, mm. yeah, we've, we've got that look to, to look forward to anyway on the, uh, on the 9th of January, unless it doesn't go ahead as a... Uh, Doommonger over there is predicting. <laughs> I do. I, well, I don't know. It's a good thing. I think. I just. I don't know. I think a lot of teams. I mean, I think Fulham, Tottenham's going to get called off. Is the latest rumor going around? Um, and I, I, I just think there's a, there's too much of it going around for it not to get. When uh, when is that one? Is that tonight? I think that's tonight. Yeah, and obviously for some reason they're calling games off like one minute before kickoff, aren't they at the moment? So yeah, but uh, not the Blazers either, and they're pointing calling this one off. No, 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 no. Just, uh, just get it done. Right, uh, let's finish there, mate. Uh, last one of the year. So um, yeah, we'll be back after that Palace game. Uh, <laughs> win, lose, or or one nil lose, I suppose. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, see if we see if we can feel a bit more upbeat in the new year. I suppose. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks, mate, for your time. Uh, thanks to everyone who's listened. You are you are truly hardy souls if you've if you've made it this far. So uh, where are do Blades, appreciate. by the way? I'm going to put this out as a as a thingy because I'm missing their doom laden rants. To be honest, it's <laughs> not a long to. <laughs> Maybe they just did. They don't need to do it because I think we uh, we can't do it on our own. Lads. We need <laughs> yeah, we do need we do need that support. I know I've been missing that from my podcast rotor as well. I hope uh, I hope those guys are all doing well and uh, yeah, hopefully be hearing from them soon as well. Um, cool. All right, mate. Well, happy New Year to you for uh, for the next couple of days and uh, same to all the listeners out there. And uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you later. Same to you, mate. Thanks a lot. Happy New Year. Big thanks to Andrew. Thank you, as always, to yourself for downloading and for listening to this podcast. And finally, a big thank you to a sponsor of Blades Pod, and that is, of course, Glistening Kicks. Now, do you ever look down at your shoes or trainers and think they could use a bit of a touch-up? Then look no further than Glistening Kicks, a Sheffield-based business who deliver high-end cleaning, restoration, and weather treatment services for shoes, sneakers, and trainers. Glistening Kicks will remove loose dirt and debris. They'll give laces, shoes, and midsoles a deep clean. They can also t- touch up any scuffs or imperfections. And if you're looking for a repaint due to damage or general wear and tear, they can take care of that for you too. Whether it's a pair of designer shoes or a well-loved and much-worn set of favourite trainers, Glistening Kicks offer local collection and return in Sheffield 
and the surrounding areas, including Rotherham, Barnsley, Chesterfield, and other locations in South Yorkshire and Derbyshire. They also do nationwide shipping via their safe, fast, and reliable courier service. So you can be sure your footwear is in the best possible hands. Should also mention that Glistening Kicks is run by Blades fans, and they now offer a service to add a Blades logo to your trainers, or if you have a Wednesday fan in your life that you think needs cheering up, uh, which is probably all of them, I guess, uh, the Wednesday logo is also available. Save yourself from spending on a brand new pair. Give your existing kicks the treatment they deserve. Head to glisteningkicks.co.uk and book your service today. That is glisteningkicks.co.uk. Plus, follow them on Instagram at glistening underscore kicks for a closer look at the great work they do in making shoes and trainers look their best. Thank you.